Here we go. If you make yourself more than just a man, if you devote yourself to an ideal, then you become something else entirely. Legend, Mr. Wayne. I'm Gotham's reckoning. Didn't you get the memo? But what I do, why do we force? It defines me. It's all possible. So that we can learn to pick ourselves up. I've heard enough members of the Wayne family. Your punishment must be more severe. You either die a hero, or you live long enough to see yourself become a villain. I think you're not. Because it's the hero Gotham deserves. But not the one it needs right now. So we'll hunt him. Because he can take it. Because he's not our hero. He's a silent guardian. And watchful protector. But not knight. Hi everyone and welcome to another edition of the Cross the Airwaves Somewhat. Uh, we are going to be doing another movie commentary. Starting our new se- series entitled... Road to the Dark Knight Rises. Yes, Michael, as Batman has joined us. Again, we've got our new series called Road to the Dark Knight Rises going. Then we're going to start with our commentary on Batman Begins. Talking about this movie and maybe our predictions for The Dark Knight Rises, which is coming out. So we're looking forward to doing this. Should be a good time, right, Michael? Yes. And uh, do you want to tell everybody what they can do? to get their Batman Begins movies at homes or digital copy or whatever they have lined up with our discussion? Absolutely. Basically what we're going to be doing is if you guys have Batman Begins on DVD or Blu-ray, you will be pausing after the Warner Brothers logo at 12 seconds. Yes. And if you are watching it via digital copy, you will be pausing the after the Warner Brothers logo at 9 seconds, I believe, Dan? Yes, Making it simple for everyone, just you're going to see the Warner Brothers logo, the screen goes black, pause there. That's where we're going to be starting. So without further ado, let's get talking and present to you the Christopher Nolan film, Batman Begins. In three, two, two, one, we're going to press the play button together right now. All right. So it starts out. With the real DC logo, that that disgusting mandate. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And here come the bats. There's bats in my bedroom right now, swirling around. No, no, bats, not really. My be- bats in my belfry. They're, they're in your belfry. Mm-hmm. That's not cool. No, it's not. What what is a belfry exactly? Yeah. I don't know, but Joker says it in the first episode of the Batman, so. Okay. God, does this movie start abruptly? Okay, the <laughs> beginning of this movie is so weird. Yeah. Like, people in the theater are like, what's going on? <laughs> Not that I can blame them, but... Actually, all of Christopher Nolan's movies really start abruptly. He just doesn't know how to start a movie. It's like, wham, 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 here we are. Well, I, you know, it kind of is how the comic starts in my mind a little bit. A lot of comics start abruptly like this. A lot of first issues do. Yeah. Well, I was told at, uh, in film school by one of my screenwriting teachers 
that the best way to start any kind of movie is just to jump right in the action. <laughs> yeah, I'm free. And no one took that to the extreme. No kidding. Flashback right at the beginning. Yep. And this threw me off like the first few times I saw the movie. I'm like, what is going on? Yeah. Why is Bruce Wayne in prison? Oh, they explained it really well, I thought. Well, I was younger, remember, when oh, the movie true. came out. So it took me a few times. You're like, I want to see Batman. Where's Batman? Exactly. Like, who are these people? There's no Chinese people in Gotham. <laughs> kind of how I felt when I saw Superman Returns as well. Yeah. And then that really didn't get fulfilled at all. Well, that was kind of jarring, too. Like, yeah. he's gone for five years? Why? Mm-hmm. That's weird. More like 15 years, but... Yeah. That's fine. Hi, Satan. Uh, he doesn't look like Mark yeah. Pillow Bingrano. You're not the devil, you're practice. Maybe the Joker's the devil, I don't know. Ooh. I don't know. Look out. The anger. I wonder what Bane is. If that guy's practice... Bane is perfect. Oh boy. <laughs> here we go. Maybe Bane is here watching from the shadows. Bane is probably one of those League of Assassin people. Yeah, probably. Or League of Shadows people that we see later. Yeah, I have a feeling there's going to be a retcon. Get Dark Knight Rises a little bit. Hopefully not too bad. Yeah, not as bad as Spider-Man 3. <laughs> for protection. Protection for them. I love that lie. That that That's what got the audience into the movie. A mm-hmm. little laugh. Because he's Batman. Yep. And they were like, Hello. Batman's going to become a Jedi. <laughs> Hello, Qui-Gon Jinn. Liam Neeson has an awesome voice. Can I just say that right now? He's the Jesus line. He just... <laughs> just like everything he says is powerful. And I wanted him to say, you suck my battleship so bad. And I heard he, he doesn't say it in the movie. I thought you saw that movie. No, I didn't see that movie. No one says that in that movie? I don't think so. Not even Not, Channing Tatum? I don't, I, they might say it. I heard Liam Neeson doesn't say it. That sucks. But I barely know anyone who saw the movie, so... I almost saw it, only for Liam Neeson. Yeah. And then I just couldn't bring myself to it. But I don't know if he's even in it for very long. I don't know. He's in this movie for a while. Then he's gone, and then he's back. Apparently he's coming back, too, in Dark Knight Rises. Lazarus Pit. I'd be fine with that. However, I I think it's going to be a flashback. Realistic. Yeah. Sadly. Well, they they explain the Ra's al Ghul premise pretty well here. In a realistic manner. I don't think Nolan liked Lazarus Pits. (laughs) Nolan doesn't like anything unrealistic in that. His his version of fantasy is a machine that can predict crimes before it happens. That's a sad version of fantasy. Or dream worlds. Nolan, who hurt you as a child? 
Sounds like Saint Walker. Yeah. <laughs> From Greenland. Ross Uncle the Blue Lantern. <laughs> That'd be great. Oh. Way to throw him off. Yeah. The side of the road. That was nice. Thanks, guys. In America, I'd pay people like you to watch my cars. <laughs> In America, I'm this guy. No, he 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 hires a a mute guy to wash his cars. Named Harold. Who betrays him? Sad. And then he forgives him. Yeah. But then he dies. Sadly. Okay, around here, I thought, like, Rachel Ghoul's men were going to pop out of the ground and start shooting yeah. him, like, in the comics. <laughs> I kind of missed that. Yeah, this is, reminds me a lot of the Demon Head story arc. Or Demon's Quest, or whatever they call it. You know, the comics where he climbs the mountain to find Robin? Mm-hmm. Doesn't he do something similar in the animated series? Yeah. The animated series, it's an adaptation of that story in the comics. And mm. it's very, very similar. And it actually takes place very close to when Dick Grayson is not um, Robin anymore. It's one of the last Robin Dick Grayson stories. Mm. So right before Judas contract then. Yeah. Pretty close to that. Gotcha. Which, if you guys didn't know, is a Teen Titans story, not a Batman story. Yes. That's an impressive base he's got. No kidding. I want to know who constructed it. In that weather. His grunts. <laughs> uh, what's that guy's name? Ubu, or whatever that calls him. Infidel. Ubu should have been... John Casey. Or Adam Baldwin should have played Ubu. He should have been in this movie. He should have. He should have been like a rival to him or something. Or he should have been Bane. Maybe Bane will call him Infidel. That'd be funny. Infidel. (laughs) I don't understand... If Ducard is the real Razal Ghoul, yeah. then why is the other guy in the throne? And why is the other guy still talking before he talks? It's for his protection. It's I kinda, understand. Yeah. But, like, it makes him seem weaker than him. I, you know? Yeah. Well, it's like the idea, like, with Yoda. When Luke first met Yoda, he said he wasn't Yoda. Mm-hmm. You know, to, I don't know, look like more of a master or to challenge Luke in some way. So I think that that's what the car was doing. Plus, you would think there's probably a ton of people that wanna, would want to take out Ra's al Ghul. What did you think? You would think. Although, not many people know he exists. Yeah. That's the only thing. Well, it also faked out the audience really well at the end of the movie. Yeah, because the whole time I was like, wait, why is the old guy a asshole ghoul? Yeah. Makes no sense. Well, and I was kind of mad he died. Yeah. I was like, what? You killed Razo Ghoul the first, like, 
20 minutes? Exactly. Because it all worked out. Plus, they made such a huge deal about this guy being in the movie. You know, Ken Watanabe from The Last Samurai is Ra's al Ghul. It's a big deal. And I was like, the guy has, like, no lines. I was like, what's the <laughs> point of this? To sell that one action figure that no one bought because they all bought Ducard. Yeah, because Ducard was the bad guy. Because Ducard is the real Rachel. Uh, yeah. It was a good fake out, though. I give him credit. Yeah. We didn't know. Plus, Ducard in the comics was just a separate guy. He was just Batman's mentor. Exactly. Or one of Batman's mentor. Let's replace that. I like the guy who played Thomas Wayne. He was very good, yeah. He was on uh, Law & Order, I think. There's a couple other stuff. He's been around. He's a decent actor. Mm-hmm. He had, he, Thomas Wayne had to be a memorable actor. Like, he really made an impact on this movie. Yeah, and that line he said right there where, what do we do when we fall, we pick ourselves back up. I think that may have huge impact on The Dark Knight Rises. Absolutely. I think a lot of the themes from this movie is going to come back in Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, themes from this movie, consequences of the next. Yeah. I I think it's going to be a much more Batman-driven story like this Hopefully. one in the third film. Because, yes, I mean, The Dark Knight was still a Batman movie, but it really, like, every character was the main character yeah. in their own way. I hope Dark Knight Rises is different. Well, I, I kind of missed the intimate flashbacks. They kind of look back into Bruce Wayne's head. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I really liked how this movie delved into who Bruce Wayne is, got what he's about. And, and it was a real intimate connection with Bruce Wayne. God, I miss that in The Dark Knight Rises. As great as that movie was... You mean The Dark Knight? It, yeah, in The Dark Knight, yeah. As great as that movie was, I, I did miss the intimate connection with Batman. Even though a lot of this movie drives Batman's story arc in that in on The Dark Knight. Yeah. Well, and, and let's think about it. I mean, when people look at The Dark Knight, you look more at the Joker than you even do yeah. at Batman. Sadly. True. It's what? just as much Joker's movie as it is Batman's movie. Well, and it's got to be that way. Joker is a larger-than-life character. That is, is probably as loved as a character as much as Batman. I can agree with that. I mean, I'm wearing a Joker shirt right now. Yeah. And this concept of the opera is just great. What are they even watching? Well, it's, an, it's actually the opera... That inspired Bob Cade's artwork of Batman. It was the Bats of the Opera, is what inspired him to come up with Batman, or one of the things. Do you see that mask that the guy with the bat had? Yeah, that's the one from Nightfall. Well, yeah, that yeah, there was definitely a direct reference back to. With with Nightfall even it was a direct reference. Or you mean Batman Rip or Nightfall? Nightfall. Yeah. The one where Bruce was the samurai under Shiva. Oh yeah. That mask. Well, th that that went back, and some of the costume designs in Batman Rip as well, attributed back to the early creation of Batman. Mm-hmm. 
This is intense. This is, yeah. How it should be, though. No Joker as the killer or anything wacky like that. Just some random what, guy. Yeah, random guy. That's what it needs to be. That's what makes Batman who he is. And in terms of the Justice League stuff, that's why he's a short-term partner with the Justice League. Because he cares more about the little guy than yep. the big things. And that's why it had to be... Why he his parents had to be killed by a nobody. So he would do that. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's awful. It's more intense in this movie, I think, than even in... The oh, yeah. first Batman movie. Like, eight, the 89 Batman movie, it was intense for that time period. But this is... But this is something completely different. And it was very comic book-y looking. Yes. And this was real. Yes. Street crime. And I love this. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Gary Oldman. I love Gary Oldman. Anyway. But, well, I love uh, that it's Gordon. I know. It says so much. Well, it explains why he seeks him out in the first place. They do the, the actually um, in the show the Batman they do this exact same thing. Yeah, and it's Gordon who's the one who comforts him and all that. Well, it'll which be is really cool. Well, it'd be interesting if he finds out who he is, because it seems like he does in the Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, I, I mean, hope so. It, I, that's something I've always wanted for in the comics. It'll be interesting to see. If he remembers this event. Cause now, go ahead. I was just going to say, now this is one thing I didn't like. I didn't like that they caught the killer. That's something I liked after Infinite Crisis that changed. Yeah. Was that, or no, not Infinite Crisis, uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths that changed was that the killer was never caught. Yeah. It made a bigger impact on why he became Batman, I think. Well, he and essentially in this movie, he never gets the killer either, because he does die. Yeah, but I mean, like the police don't—he like he yeah. doesn't pay for his crimes at all. Yeah. In the comics continuity, and obviously, I mean that changed after Infinite Crisis and Final Crisis. Yeah. And Flashpoint, but. Well, what I hate is how Batman, Rip, and Grant Morrison threw off that threw out all that crap about how uh, Thomas or. Thomas Wayne, right? Yeah. Thomas yeah. Wayne was not a good guy, that he was a bad person. And Alfred was an actor and all that crap. That was crap. That's Hersey. I mean, ugh. Disgusting. And especially with this movie being so good as it was. He he just slapped that movie in the face doing that. Mm-hmm. And I love this stuff with Alfred. I love him being the father figure. Like this scene, Michael Caine played it beautifully. He should have been nominated for Best Supporting Actor for this movie. I agree. Oh, my gosh. However, that is one thing I did like about Rip, or I guess what follows Rip, yeah. is the message Batman leaves for Alfred. He calls him father. Yeah. I loved that. Yeah. Well, and that's, that's really what he, he was. Is. Yes. So Absolutely. that's why I hate that crap that they were slinging around that Morrison was, that Alfred was an actor and stuff. Yeah. That's a load of crap. Alfred is as much Bruce Wayne's father as Thomas Wayne is. Yeah. Well, I'd say, like, you know, with Spider-Man, you know, he calls Uncle Ben his father. That's the same kind of deal. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. However, that I mean, that's also one thing with Superman too. He calls Jonathan Kent his dad and Jor-El's father. Yeah. Liam cool. Neeson's dialogue makes this scene. Just oh. his voiceover of the entire scene. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like it's great. Came in like Morgan Freeman, you know, like their that's voices just add so much to a film. Liam Neeson should have narrated that secret origin DVD that DC Comics did instead of Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Understand. Was he really buy into him being a good guy, you know? Yeah. Plus it helped that they had Star Wars backing it. You know, you picture him as a Jedi after seeing that movie. Because this was so close to that. Mm -hmm. And, uh... He plays it so well. I mean, that's what made this movie work was great actors. To Absolutely. Took it seriously. Well, they didn't want it to turn out to be Batman and Robin. Well, this movie just slaps that movie in the face in like three seconds. <laughs> I'm like, I was so excited. I was so fired up in the theater at this point. I was just like, they're doing this right. This is how to do Batman. No Tim Burton wacky crap with Penguin biting off people's noses and crazy stuff like that, or Mr. Freeze singing Mr. White Christmas. This is Batman. This is how it should be done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> plus, to me, it was like... <laughs> plus, to me, it was like the Batman animated series was brought to life almost. Dude, that's what I loved. Mm -hmm. And again, don't get me wrong, Bruce Timm and Paul Dini and those guys can write Batman like no one's business. But uh, the Nolans and did a very good Chris job. Apparently Chris Nolan can too. <laughs> yes. And, and David Goyer. And David Goyer. And Jonathan Nolan. And Jonathan Nolan. Who is writing one heck of a TV show with Person of Interest right now. Which I couldn't get into. After episode six, you get hooked. Uh, okay. Now, are we going to hear more about this uh, Ra's al Ghul's family and stuff? I think Miranda Tate is Talia. Yeah. Period. Like, we there's no that. doubt in my mind. So you, no you think we'll get a Catwoman... Uh, Talia Ghoul throwdown? Absolutely. Nice. They hate each other, by the way, in the comics. Exactly. Just what would make it so good. I yeah. mean, reading Hush. Read oh, Hush yeah. right before you go see that movie. I mean, really. Yeah, I think a lot of that story arc is going to come into play. Again, we've all said, you and I have said that The Dark Knight Rises is going to be a combination of all the best Batman stories out there. Mm-hmm. Well, it's going to be a combination of Nightfall, Dark Knight Returns. Probably you'll see Hush in there. You'll yeah. see Rip in there. You'll see Last Rites. And um, you'll probably see Battle for the Cowl somewhat on there. Yeah. And probably a little bit of uh, Demon's Head, too. Absolutely. With it going back to Roscoe. Absolutely. 
I I like this them showing this phase of Batman where he's angry. Mm-hmm. Where he, where he hasn't channeled his anger yet. It's very. It's an origin movie. Interesting. It's Batman Begins. Yeah. Well, it's a different place than even when we saw him in in Mask of the Phantasm either. Exactly. You know, this is a different angry phase. Mm-hmm. And I never will. Yeah, never. Which is why that line where he says, I failed you in the Dark Knight Rises trailer. Oh my gosh. It's just so chilling. I've buried enough members of the Wayne family. It's like, oh. So bad. And that makes me hope that he doesn't die. Just for poor Alfred's sake. But... If, at least my theory, I don't know if you're on board with this completely or not, if my theory is correct that the other guy becomes Batman, he'll have a it won't all still. be for nothing. Yeah. I mean, he'll still have someone. And Catwoman, obviously, he'll probably still have. I mean, she'll probably stay. Oh, yeah. If, yeah. I could see she could leave too, though. Uh, mm. okay, here's the weak link of the film. <laughs> oh, I did not like her. I liked the concepts with the character. I liked I liked Rachel Dawes. I did not like Katie Holmes. I Actors liked choice. the other one better. Maggie Gyllenhaal or whatever. Yes. She was better. She's a better actress, too. Plus, the death... She's prettier, too, in my opinion. Yeah. And the death of Rachel would have been laughed at in the second one, I think. If it, if it hadn't was... been. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. I think the Nolans knew that. They caught on pretty quick. Didn't they also have like a disagreement with her, which is why she didn't come back too? Well, there's a lot of controversy about her and Tom Cruise's relationship. Yeah, the studio didn't want to deal with all the drama. Because Tom Cruise at the time was acting like an idiot. But I don't want to disrespect Tom Cruise. It, that's his personal life. In terms of an actor and some of the business decisions he's made, in terms of his film work, has been really good. Mission Impossible 4 was really well done. So That was mainly Brad Bird, though, let's be honest. Wait, uh, Tom Cruise produced that and everything. He put all True. that together. So True. i got to give him credit for getting half that together. Credit. Yeah, half credit. Have 12, well, he can have 12% good. of the credit. Yeah. He's he's a savvy businessman in terms of making a movie. We'll give him that. Alright. Joe Chill looks so different now. I know. I like I didn't that realize was it was the same person. He looks like Joker almost. Yeah. Like if Joker had been a different person. Judge Fadden. Faden. Faded. He gets killed, doesn't he? In uh, I believe Dark so. Knight. No, it's a woman judge in Dark Knight. Oh yeah, that's right. I think it was a judge faded in. No, I'm thinking uh, Batman Year One, which is a great book, which inspired yeah. this movie actually. Yes. A lot of this movie, oh, it's shot for shot in some scenes, mm-hmm. match up with panels. 
Especially the and Arkham I mean, Seed. Absolutely. And if you guys don't want to, like, read Batman Year One, which I suggest you do, but if you don't, like, they did an animated movie as well, which is pretty much the exact same thing. It's this movie. Well, yeah, you could watch this movie, but the Year One movie. Yeah. It's pretty much the exact same thing as yeah. the book. I mean, it really is. Now, this is a good seed here. I like this seed here. Mm -hmm. Which makes me very, very nervous about something I saw in a recent trailer for Dark Knight Rises. What? Did you see on your Twitter? I wrote to you about it. You did? There's a shot where I swear to God, it looks like he's holding some kind of like laser gun or something. It's the it's an EMP. Oh, good. Because he was holding it like a gun, and I was like, oh, no. It's Don't a, no, do it's that. an EMP. I sent you back a response. Uh, I told you that. Okay. I didn't have time yeah. to check yesterday. I was at a family barbecue, so That's I fine. didn't get time to see your response. But, uh, but yeah, it's an, I want to bring that EMP. off. It's good. not a good. gun. Because I was like, oh, no, they're really going to do the death of Batman. <laughs> Grant Morrison. I kind of really hope, and this is just my imagination, that in the final battle for Dark Knight Rises, when Bane is just walloping on Batman, yeah. that every time he gets punched, there's a flashback to one of those important lines from this movie in Dark Knight. Oh, that'd be cool. Just telling him to get back up and to finish. Okay, you know, and the other all. actress would have been so good at this scene. Not that this scene isn't good, but it'd be better. I think Maggie Jigginflaw would have played this a lot better. Yeah. But when she hits him, it's good. I mean, it's, it's a good impact. And it's very important that they covered the gun thing. The gun thing is very important. Oh yeah. Well, because it's, let's it face it, a modern a day, a modern day Batman probably would use a gun. Yeah. But he realizes why he can't. Yeah. Oh, I love this scene. Too. Why he can't kill? This is just. Yeah. This is Doesn't like, that look like the place almost. you would see in Chicago. Yeah. Well, I think that's the idea is what they were going for. They were thinking of Chicago mob. Chicago mafia. I love this. It's so That's so freaky when he does that. I jumped the mm -hmm. first time he did that. Mm -hmm. yeah, 
Oh. I love that he's so wrong about that part. Because of what we saw in the first scene. Yeah. Well, it, it paid off better them doing it that way. To see mm-hmm. us, you know? I mean, yeah, it was very abrupt, but it pays off really well later on. Just got to be patient with Christopher Nolan sometimes. <laughs> they just lied. He just likes to lie. Just love it. What is it with Christopher Nolan and dogs? I don't know. The dogs with the Joker. The dogs with Falcone. Just dogs. If Bane has dogs, I swear. <laughs> Bane has, like, giant Rottweilers. That I don't understand. What? I mean, I, I understand why he says that, because he's going to be Batman. But why would they look for Bruce Wayne? Because, well, he probably has media all over him and stuff. Because he, I mean, he still is the biggest millionaire in Gotham. Yeah, that's true. Plus, wouldn't Rachel try to find him? Yeah, I guess. I guess. Go be called Alfred, though. Yeah. Or at least said, hey, I'm alive. I love this. I love this. Dude. Wow, hey, stop echoing me. You know? Yeah. I'm not a criminal. I love that Wayne logo, too. Because he's stealing from himself. Because as soon as he said that, he started stealing. I'm like, how does that work? Because they showed him, like, ah. Very creative. I love how the spikes on the ninja's armor are the same as what's on the, the Batman gloves. Yes. Like, they actually made that useful. Cause I was just well, it makes that was the whole costume really come together. Yeah. They explain why he wears exactly what he wears. Yeah. Because, I mean, I always thought those really were just well. decorations of the comics, you know. Makes him look like Batman. And this was like, no, they're a useful tool that he could use to climb and block attacks and stuff. Mm-hmm. This is a nice way to tie in the fear gas, too. Now, did you expect when you first saw this part and then you saw Scarecrow later, did you tie two and two together? I did, but I did not expect Liam Neeson to come back as Ra's al Ghul. Okay. See, with me... Like, I just thought they were going to do the Lazarus. Like, I personally... Yeah. Like, I personally thought this was just a test. I thought nothing of it, even when Scarecrow came with the fear gas. Yeah. Because, and my, and my reasoning for that is, when Scarecrow uses it, it makes people go insane, 
And this didn't really make Bruce go insane. I think it was a lighter dose. It's possible that uh, Dr. Crane made it more volatile. He weaponized it, maybe? Yeah. Because it it came from the flower, right? That's how they were able to produce it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a Nick. It's like a. Uh, what is what was it called in Smallville? Do you remember that? What? That flower in Smallville. Oh yeah. What was that called? Nicodemus flower. Yeah, the Nicodemus flower. Yeah. With the first Doctor Hamilton. <laughs> yep. The fake Doctor Hamilton. Fake Hamilton. And here we go. Not yet. It's bats. Creepy bats. Bats. They're everywhere. Now we're going to do the bat dance. No, no. No bat dance. Bat dance. Oh, here we go. This is where Bruce gets smart. Yep. Just where I perform. I love how they don't do anything. They just let him cut him. Yeah. <laughs> That's the first Batman line. I have no. I haven't. Impressive. He's trying to be Chinese, Batman. You should have got the guy who played Dracula and Van Helsing to play the fake Rise of Ghoul. Yeah, that actually would have worked. That would have been a lot creepier, in my opinion. I still really like the guy who does the voice of him. Got Batman the animated series. Yes. He's kind of freaky. Not going to lie. You know what we should do a commentary on? What? X-Men First Class. That would be fun. I knew this. As soon as they wanted him we to should. kill this guy, come back, oh crap, things are going to hit the fan now. <laughs> Although, the, the scariest part about this is yeah. Rache does have a point. It's called Joker. <laughs> you know? That's his whole fight with Jason Todd. Look at all the things he did. He should yeah. be dead. But you keep him living. Exactly. But it's justified. I also read really something well. else. Yeah. What else did you read? I read something about Dark Knight Rises. And apparently, from what Nolan said, there's no mention of the Joker in the movie. In, in Dark Knight Rises? Bummer. Yeah. 
That stinks. Yeah. There should be reference. Because you could easily say that in the eight years they were fighting each other. I agree. Where did you find that information? Um, I will send you a link. It's not comicbookmovie.com, is it? No, there's another source, I think. Oh. Maybe they're wrong. I hope they're wrong. Maybe there's a surprise we don't know about. <laughs> you mean hopefully they're wrong? I want them to be wrong. I I don't think I think it's I don't think they should deny that it happened. To not bring it up. I agree. I think it's disrespectful I agree. almost to Keith Ledger's performance not to bring it up. Mm-hmm. There we go. Action. Yay! Action. This is so silly. Kind of. Get fighting. I'm like, this isn't Ra's al Ghul. He's not a good enough fighter. Exactly. That's cool. Here's the music. The music's good. The explosions the and stuff make theme. it cool. Yeah. Cool guys don't look at explosions. They blow things up and then walk away. That's why Razogol dies. Exactly. Or the fake Razogol. And then there's another fake one later. Yep. I always thought that was really lame. That's why I was so disappointed. I'm like, that's how you take out Razal Cool? I'm like, what? A major Batman villain? You drop a ceiling on him? <laughs> I mean, could he have fallen off a mountain or something? A little more epic? No. But the way the real Razal Ghoul is killed is awesome. Can I just add that? It's awesome. Oh, yeah. The line is the best mm -hmm. part of it. What Batman says. I agree. So beautiful. Oh, my God. That's got to kill your yeah. shoulder. He yeah. completely separated his shoulder on that. Probably not in the shot. Probably not in real life, but... Oh. Yeah. That would have been bad. He's like, okay, I need to get grappling hooks now. No kidding. It's like, not doing that again. And if it hurts Batman, guys... <laughs> but he's not Batman yet, necessarily. Yeah. Pretty much. He pretty much is. He's got the skills. Not the equipment yet. Hey, what's up? What's up, Jeeves? No. He's back. After a long time. I'm surprised Alfred was like, where the hell have you been? Why did you tell me you were leaving? Exactly. My entire life. 
Depression? He's that old? No. It's a <laughs> fake depression that I know occurred within the Nolan DC universe. The Nolanverse. The Nolanverse. Apathy. Makes me think of the opening to Batman. That's something. Some of this dialogue is almost like biblical. Do you know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. It's like prophecy. Yeah. So good. Okay. Okay. That darn Morgan Edge, though. Exactly. Morgan Edge was played by the same actor that plays Earl in this. I know. I know. Okay. Well, I meant for our listeners. I was helping them out. Or the first Morgan Edge, anyway. Yes. I'm helping our listeners out. I know you know. Go, God. This guy creeps me out yep. so badly. <laughs> and everything he's in. Hey, you want to have a guy play Black Man on the Aquaman movie? Here's no. The guy. Black Manta is black. Well, he doesn't have to take his helmet off. Yes, he does. I need to see That's that big good. scar across his face just to make sure. I love how she's the only one fighting this guy. Does she just hook up with every district attorney in Gotham? Yes. Jeez. Just because you're the district attorney, that means you hook up with Rachel. That's how it goes. Why is he on the floor doing that? With orange shoes and no socks. Because he's... He's Batman. Yeah, he's Batman. He can do that. (laughs) No, he's doing it upside down. He can't do that in the cave, you know. Just a random bat in your house? That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Because that happens every day. Because they they nest underground, Michael. Right. It's how they get into the house. Because they're underground. Shouldn't he put on, like, his ninja outfit when he does this? He's not expecting Killer Croc or anyone. Yeah, that's true. Yet. Yet. Yeah, wait till the next film that we do commentary on. <laughs> Gotham Knight. And, and in Dark Knight Rises, we do get to see the cave. Thank goodness. What we think is the cave, anyway. Well, it's gotta what we be. Think is the cave. And Wayne Manor is rebuilt. Yep, finally. Only yeah. took him eight years. 
<laughs> brick by brick. And it'll probably get burned down again, so. Joy. Yeah. No, this time I don't think so. Because you need the new Batman to live there. I know. If there is a new Batman. Yeah. Because it is called The Dark Knight Rises. Thought The Dark Knight goes six feet under. The Dark Knight falls and then a Dark Knight Rises. Uh, let's see. Batman is Batman. It doesn't matter who it is. You remember, it's darkest before the dawn. Exactly. This was cool. I like this part. He's like yeah. powering up, you know. Goodbye with the bats. Come this to me, my children. Cool story about this. This scene was actually shown during an episode of Smallville. During, yes, it uh, was. During the fourth season finale. Yes, it was. And that was pretty awesome. I remember that was one of the scenes that I was like, this could be an awesome movie. And can I say, the trailer for that Smallville finale with the Batman Begins stuff in it was incredible. Oh, yeah. Because the, the WB guy was like, Smallville and Batman Begins. It was great. Yeah, it was like, world's finest comes to town. On TV. It was awesome. Well, that that trailer, that just that scene with the bats was just awesome. Mm. It was just this iconic image. Yeah. Hey, Michael, have you seen the movie Red Eye with this guy, Cillian Murphy, in it? That's the scarecrow? No. Talk about freaky. He's like this stalker guy that stalks Rachel McAdams on a plane. That's creepy. Yeah. Rachel McAdams could have played Rachel Dallas. Yes, that is true. They wanted her for Catwoman. There was a rumor about that. No. You know, I'm I love this... I was going to say, I love this one gray-haired guy that just keeps going, that's not what Thomas Wade would have done. <laughs> I'm like, I like that guy. He has a conscience. Then keeps going, that's not what yeah. Thomas... That's not, that's not what Thomas Wayne would have done. <laughs> I love this scene too. Mm. We did get a lot of um, Bruce Wayne doing the the billionaire playboy thing in Dark Knight. Did you think? I thought we got more of it in Dark Knight than Dark Knight Rise or than Batman Begins. You did okay. That's a. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not like he <laughs> works anyway. Exactly. He's too busy Batmaning around. <laughs> Batmaning. Yes, the new verb. He's Batmaning. It's a new Sound meme. Batmaning. Well, you could apply all kinds of superhero titles to that. You could be like he's Nightwinging or Nightwinging around, or Supermaning around. No, no, it's yeah. Batmaning. Well, like something like Miss Miss Martianing around doesn't work real well. No, yeah. See, it doesn't work with everyone. It yeah. mainly works with Batman. This guy is such a sleaze bag. You could tell. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, isn't it crazy that they have like the two guys with like the two most awesome voices in Hollywood in the in movie. the same movie? It like makes it explode. I know it's just in all amazing. three of the movies. Yeah. Well, no, actually, just this one in Dark Knight Rises. And Michael okay. Michael Caine is a pretty awesome voice too, though. Yeah. Yeah. He does. I'm like, I see from the get go. As soon as you meet him, you're like, "Why is it this guy running the cut the the company?" Exactly. You know, it's like he knows what he's talking about. I also like how the, he knows he's Batman like right away. Mm-hmm. That that was that's good stuff. Because I always thought they made uh, Lucius Fox look like such an idiot in the comics. Like, how could he not know he was Batman? Exactly. Like, he's such an idiot in the comics. Well, it's kind of like the Captain Stacy thing with Spider-Man. He knows exactly who it is. Yeah. He just doesn't have to say it. I hope we get some of that in Amazing Spider-Man. That'd be cool. We'll see. Plus, I like that actor, too. For spelunking. Kino's right there. He's like... All this is yours anyway. He's like, Alfred called me. I know what you're doing. You know? (laughs) We talk. Alfred and I are best friends. Yeah. We gossip. We play bridge every Friday. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be great. (laughs) They start bringing in Gordon. Yeah. Batman fan club playing bridge every Friday. That's so awesome how they have the catacombs up there and stuff. Mm -hmm. And they even use the Underground Railroad tunnel reference. That's That's awesome. You're a great, great grandfather. I think is Alan Wayne, right? Yeah. Well, it's cool that the Wayne family, that each of them like were kind of heroic in their own right. It's kind mm-hmm. of interesting. Like how the family, you know, they helped slaves. And of course, you know, Bruce became Batman. Good Thomas Wayne was more of a th- 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 philanthropist. Philanthropist? Yes. yes. Ah. <laughs> again, I can't talk again. Okay. This is a cool idea. Painting the entire thing like black. Yeah. Well, he got the idea that he had to be something scary. As if it wasn't black already, but okay. Yeah, but it wasn't like dark, stealthy enough. So, like, who's the spaceman fighting us? (laughs) Is this guy the Green Goblin? Who is he? (laughs) <laughs> no, he'd have to be green and glowing. Come on, Dan. It kind of looks like the Green Gala costume, but it's not spray-painted. <laughs> kind of. I like how they have to buy everything in surplus to hide it. Mm-hmm. Which, wouldn't that make it more suspicious? Uh, no, think. not if it's from... That's Bruce Wade. 
I guess. Flask looks nothing like Flask on that. Uh, no, not at all. But the actor's good. Not at all. It works, but he's more Harvey Bullock than Flask. Yeah. He was a character I'm surprised we haven't seen yet in these films. Well, between him and Rennie Montoya. Well, he couldn't really be in Dark Knight because those cops kind of betray Harvey Dent. Yeah. So that didn't work. So I, I think with this new one that Gordon may have Montoya and uh, Bullock with him because those are cops he trusts. And he's going to start hiring cops he trusts. Well, it's been eight years, too. Yeah. I love how it's like a taser up to his neck and not a gun. <laughs> the best is, did you ever read Civil the Civil War issue where Captain America puts up a banana to a reporter's neck? A what? A banana. That's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, it's a stapler. Yeah, it's a stapler. That wasn't even a taser. It's hilarious. Captain America does the same thing. He uses a banana. That's great. And he gives her the banana. He's like, it's already been paid for. Enjoy. <laughs> it's like, yes. Because it's kind of cool. This kind of has a spastic factor in Batman's part here. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh. See, I told you, you got to get that grappling hook, buddy. Exactly. Got to use the grappling hook. Oh, my. Just some nut. Some newt. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> I love their dialogue. It's so great. The humor is outstanding. Mm-hmm. Little humor is good. Yeah. Now this was a cool concept. Yes. It made perfect sense. Well, you know, they've never really said what it was made out of in the comics. You know, you're just assuming it's like, you know, a cape, some kind of fabric or something. But this is like cool. It explains how he can glide and stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Like this is the comics. I'm not like my counterpart. Ooh. Oh, he wouldn't be interested in that. <laughs> and soon we're gonna put wigs on it too. Oh my gosh! I can't wait for that scene. As long as it makes sense. But this really reminds me of the Dark Knight Returns. How it's a tank. Mm -hmm. Dark Knight Returns. Yeah. Because <laughs> like, this isn't the men black. I can press the red button. <laughs> Columbus smile. That's... It's like, awesome. 
the giant tank. Yep. Does it come in black? It's... I love it. That's sweet. It's time to rattle the cages. <laughs> you know, as great as this movie is, people make fun of Batman's voice so bad. I know. I'm glad he didn't wear that. No kidding. That would have been crappy. Hey, it looks like the Dark Knight uh, Rises poster. Yeah, yeah. kind of does. There's the earpiece and the mask. <laughs> That's cool. Well, that's the cape work. Yeah. I'm Wolverine, no. <clears throat> More like Carnage. True. The Batarangs are cool looking. Yeah, but they don't do anything. This is DC Nation, where we test the superheroes' tools of the trade. <laughs> <laughs> Which actually work. That guy should have just come out in the scene. Just start throwing them. Yeah, yeah. Dip them sweet. The I announcer and everything. I could have dug that. <laughs> Continue. I think this actor, Mark Boone Jr., is friends with Christopher Nolan. Because he's in Memento and this and a bunch of other... Christopher Nolan movies. That's funny. Yeah. These secrets of scary people. Now this was a big scene. Because this was mm -hmm. Batman's first full-blown appearance in, what, eight years? No. It was like six. Six, okay. I thought I read somewhere 8, but I guess it's 6. No, because 99 was Batman and Robin. Okay. It's such a... Oh. Well, this was a big scene for me, because I was like, how's he going to fight? How are they going to do things within this new universe to make it more realistic? Is it going to be corny? What's going to happen here? This and what good. we got was just... <laughs> That's right out of Batman the Animated Series, this kind of stuff. I love mm -hmm. the stealth fighting and Batman sneaking around and oh. That's what makes the Batman Arkham Asylum and Arkham City game so much fun. Because you can sneak around and do this crap to people. Well, it's basically like these movies. 
but, but obviously you can within do a it. different universe. Yeah, and you can do it. It's uh... I love this. <laughs> He's like, yeah. Where are you? Not yet. It's so great. He freaks people out. Here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the theater went nuts when that happened. It was like, oh, this fight. Oh, jeez. Then he goes. The way like, they right shot them. this, unbelievable. I. It still impresses me. Physics over there. Oh, jeez. I still wish we saw like him really beat up the thugs. I just don't think like, they we had kind of just see snippets. Yeah. I honestly, Michael, I don't think they had the budget with this movie. To do that stuff. I think we'll but get to see a lot more Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That's the way to do it. I'm Batman. They're coming with a good vibe, Batman. Nice coat. And then you know what he should have said after that, Michael? Hmm. Say the line. Superman the movie. Gee whiz. Oh, yeah. That's a bad outfit. Say that. That's a new version. Nice coat. Yeah. Thanks. We're going to be less racist with this scene. <laughs> That's not conspicuous at all. No, duh. You're obviously being followed. Leave me alone. I gotta get home to Tom Cruise. <laughs> <laughs> Where are the gators? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> it doesn't work. Love that. It's like, oh, I'm glad that works. You rattles, Kate. The voice is better, actually, in uh, Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. I agree. Do it like you. Still think Kevin Conroy is the best. Best Batman voice. They should just have him do the voiceover. I know, that's what I'm saying. I love his interrogation voice that Kevin Conroy does for Batman. Mm -hmm. This is cool. Yeah. You gave him the idea. It's like, buddy, you need me to do this. Mm -hmm. uh... Except his reflection really wouldn't look anything yeah. like but So it's kind of unclear there. I can't wait to see them turn it back on in Dark Knight Rises. Because mm -hmm. I think they will at the end of the movie. Hopefully. Yeah. They replace it with like the Batman Beyond symbol. Okay. 
good. <laughs> that gets this guy killed right there. Not believing in Batman. Mm hmm. Well, it's because you stink at your job, buddy. Mm hmm. Sorry. Looks like Batman's read a couple of law books, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gotta take a polo. <laughs> I was trying to think, does Batman ever sleep? Really? Yeah, during the day. I guess. <laughs> that drink is nasty. Sounds mm -hmm. nasty. <laughs> I love Alfred. Trying to motivate him to have fun. He's got to have a sense of humor in that job. Mm hmm. Th now, this concept is kind of goofy a little bit. Could they have just said he wanted to poison the reservoirs and been done with it? No, because they had already been poisoning it for months. You wouldn't be oh. able to stop it at that point. Now, I don't know. Wouldn't you uh, want to call the police ha after this happened? You wouldn't know? you think? Yeah. Um, wouldn't that sink your ship? Yeah. If they knew about it, the Coast Guard had to know about it. You would think. They're doing their thing. Unless they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> now, this was a good idea on paper to hide his identity. It kind of blew up in his face. Yeah. It, it acting it. You think? Yeah. <laughs> I love that line. Now, it'll be interesting to see, since it's been a period of time since he was Batman in Dark Knight uh, Rises, I'm wondering if he's going to, like, kind of get consumed a little bit by this persona. That'd be interesting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
How can she afford to be there? She's dating the DA. That's why. Not really, though. I guess not. When she left the mansion, um, they gave her a nice chunk of money. How about that? We could go with that. Yeah. I love how they're like three different personas of Bruce Wayne. Not not yeah. two. Not Batman and Bruce Wayne. There's Bruce Wayne Playboy. There's real Bruce Wayne, and then there's Batman. Yeah. Well, really, now in the comics, it's more like Batman, Bruce, Batman, and the Playboy Bruce Wayne. Well, and then obviously the founder of Batman Incorporated. Yeah. You know these scenes. I like the dialogue that she's given. She doesn't play him very well. Mm-hmm. You know, she's too yeah. friendly about it. There needs to be a little more oomph behind it. Yeah. Like, you need to know this, but I'm going to, you know. She's got to have this, like, I need to. Bash your head. Yeah. Like, get through this through your skull. She needs to be a little more forceful. A little more Mm -hmm. peeved. (laughs) This is freaky. Mm-hmm. Did this scare you when you were a kid, Michael? Yeah. Scarecrow really freaked me out the first time I saw this movie yet. Oh, I must have been. I was about 10. Okay. It was pretty creepy. Yeah. say Michael I wish I could re-edit this scene can have him pull out a black man a mask do you want to see my mask no just to play at the mask with you that'd be terrible I use it in my experiments black man yeah they can't stun him Okay. Glenn, not take out. Uh, this is. Uh, that was helpful. I still need to re-edit that Smallville scene with my face and. Instead of Hawkman's. That'd be funny. I need to do that. There's the home of... Uh... Yeah.
<laughs> yeah. It's kind of a shame what happens with Commissioner Gordon and his family. How they just leave him. But that's not in the movies. Well, I think it's going to be. I think I think after the end of the Dark Knight, um, this family left after what happened with Harvey Bullock. I mean, Harvey Dent. That's, that's terrible. I think that's what's going to happen. Except for Barbara. Well, but then they've got that whole thing with Barbara's technically uh, Commissioner Gordon's niece. Which is confusing as all hell. Which wouldn't which wouldn't be in this universe though. That's true. I don't know how it would work. I just don't think they're gonna go there. I think they'll just say the family's left. Gonna be done with it. Swear to me. This is so good. That's an interrogation scene. Yeah. I was like, they watched Batman the Animated Series for this scene. Because this is something that Batman the Animated Series was great at, was these interrogations. Mm-hmm. They'd always hang a guy off a building. However, like, you couldn't do this with the Joker. No, and they never it did do it with the Joker. Worked. Exactly. He was always a flunky. And that guy was the ultimate flunky. Mm-hmm. Plus, he had it coming. It says he didn't pay that guy for his falafel. That's what he gets. Exactly. As soon as this scene started, with bye bye. Yeah, no kidding. Like you're not Harvey Dent, you're dead, buddy. Why shoot him more than once? Dramatic effect. I love how Arkham is an island. Like in Arkham City. But yet there's people that live there. Yeah. Well, it's the Narrows. It's not like completely Arkham, but it kind of is. I was disappointed that Narrows wasn't even a part of the Dark Knight. Like, they didn't even talk about it. Like, it wasn't even there anymore. They didn't even really talk about Arkham at all. And I feel like they're going to need to. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. This scene's just been ruined for me from watching Game of Thrones. That's the evil, nasty kid on Game of Thrones. Really? Yeah. I always I thought it was cool that. how he... He always like was nice to the kid and helped him out, made his day. Mm-hmm. Now that seems not good because I'm like, he doesn't deserve it. That's the mean, selfish kid on Game of Thrones. <clears throat> A little bit older now, but uh... and here comes a scenario that's famous in Batman comic books: Batman getting sprayed with fear gas. Yay! How many story arcs have we had about this? At least it doesn't last very long in this movie. Thank God. And at and at least in the comics, he cannot be affected by it anymore. Yeah. He didn't even get to finish peeing. Well, this actually gave me an idea for my graphic novel. This scene with what really? happens. Yeah. 
Help me set up the end. Give me an idea. Oh, that's sweet. Yeah, I guess. Bat crawling out of his mouth. The concept of Alfred coming to uh, help him after this. Oh, I get it now. Yeah. You need to. That was light. cool. And then the scarecrow is really stupid after that. Yep. Yeah. He can only do one trick. He pulled it <laughs> off once. Not gonna happen again. You can't screw Batman over more than once. We gotta make the bat suit more flameproof now. Yep. Better make that cape flameproof. Yeah, that would hurt. At least he got the grappling hook this time. Yeah. Glad I got that. I didn't have to pull anybody up this time. You didn't have to ask how much they weigh. <laughs> <laughs> there should have been a recut of that scene from the original Batman where he's like, how much do you weigh? And she slaps him. That'd be great. How dare you, you ask me how much I weigh. Poor Alfred. That's why I hope he doesn't die in the third one. Because the anguish that Alfred will go through. Be horrible. Yeah. Okay, doesn't he fall in the well in the in the trailer for The Dark Knight Rises? It's not a well. Oh, okay. It's a prison. Because I thought he shoved him down the well. He attacked yeah, him like by Wade Water and shoved him down the well. Yeah, it's like a prison thing, apparently, okay. from what I've read. That Bane is keeping him in or something. Because I thought it would be cool if, uh, you know, he got attacked at the, the mansion and he shoved him down the well. And then Alfred came down and pulled him back out. That would be really iconic, wouldn't it? Mm-hmm. Like how the father pulled him up in the flashbacks. Yeah. That'd be a great way to bookend it. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they need to do. If it's the final part of the trilogy, then no one's really need to try to bookend the the story. You need to pull everything off. Yep. Lucius. I got sprayed by fear gas. I wasn't hangover. Lady, come on. Rachel. Oh, he's 30. Well, she says that so positively. Mm -hmm. My boss is missing. He must be at the bottom of the river. What? <laughs> Yeah, very positive about that. You be careful. You should have done it in the Batman voice. Would have emphasized it more. Also, he should still have that in... Uh, the Dark Knight Rises. That should come back, too. The present? No, the little arrowhead or whatever it is. 
that he gave her. Oh. Or that she gave back to him. Just as a remind, you know what I mean? A good way to, like, mm-hmm. show that he's thinking about her or thinking back on her. Because you know it's got to bother him that she died. Oh, yeah. There's got to be stuff about that. Absolutely. Because it's going to drive a lot of it. You know, it's disappointing you didn't have a pole to slide down. Get an elevator instead. Lame. He needed a pole. With his name labeled on it. Yeah. Man. Because the audience is stupid. That would be terrible. You know, wouldn't it be terrible if somebody came over to Wayne Manor and accidentally opened it? And Batman is on, hanging on the pole. The sign is. That'd be great. But it's so obvious that he's Batman, though. They give it away. I would take down the sign. There's even one episode where the Joker gets on the bat pole and goes up and down. Really? Yes. That's so, hilarious. I mean, isn't it obvious? That's a dead giveaway. Did you get the memo? He thinks he's so funny saying that line. Mm-hmm. He threw it back at him. Morgan Freeman's like, I've got a better voice than yours. Mine's awesome. I've won Oscars. And you're a nobody who was a crime boss on Smallville. Yep. Through here. I don't know. Thanks emphasizing his T's. Yeah, it's a little convenient. I think he's talking about himself. That's funny. How did this guy even get hired for crying out loud? No kidding. I mean, the League of Shadows put him in. That's true. So they can get away with it. Jeez. You know, I wonder if he'll be back at Dark Knight Rises. I'm sure he'll have some sort of cameo. He was in Dark Knight. I wonder if they'll reach out to him again. It'd be kind of crazy if Bane, like, took him out. (laughs) That'd be amazing. Like, you failed. And then he goes for Joker, and Joker's already gone with no explanation. Yeah. That would be amazing. Creeper. Go, jeez. It's a meth lab. Yeah, why are they all creepers? These guys. Gah! 
This is masked. I just get up. Like, why don't you climb through the ceiling of the elevator? Well, what if I would you're do. freaking out, wouldn't you be like running around? Good stuff. Finding stairs instead. He's so weird in this seat. Mm-hmm. Like he went like really loony. Like he's like a straight arrow psychiatrist. Cause all of a sudden he just snaps. Look at it. He looks like Michael Jackson. Yeah. But the Batman. The Batman. Yeah, whatever, Crane. Great. Well, that's how no one knows exactly what he can do. Oh. That guy got shot in the foot. That's painful. They have a fight a lot like the uh, Reese on Person of Interest. Their fighting styles are even the same. Just Batman a little bit. <laughs> Ouch. It is. It's all, it's all the cameras really close to him when he fights everybody. Just like this. Now this is from Batman the Animated Series. What? This, this whole scene. It's from the first Scarecrow episode. I love how Scarecrow's right there trying to yeah. fight. And he's like, no. This got me so excited because the first Scarecrow episode of Batman the Animated Series, he does this, it changes into a, a bat monster. So cool. Now this freaked me out in the theater. This was so well done. Because I didn't. Yeah. I didn't understand. No. Oh. You hadn't been exposed to fear gas, Michael. <laughs> and now this scene is out of uh, Batman Year One. The whole thing with the bats coming in, how he sends off that sensor and stuff, and he floats down through the stairwell. That's mm -hmm. all right out of Batman Year One. Like, almost frame for frame. But I don't know if it's Arkham that that happens in. But the building is similar. It's just a random building. I think it's a random building, but... They it just is. made this Arkham in this movie. They also showed part of this scene during the Smallville Season 4 finale. Oh, really? Yep. Not all of it. They skipped around. Like, he, they show this part where he goes through the building. And then they show um, when he shows in the Batmobile. Where he's oh. like, I brought my wheels. It's so cool. I love how no one goes in after Gordon. Yeah. They're all too freaked out. 
Well, they don't know what he is at this point. <laughs> he grabs him and takes him up. It's crazy that Gordon even trusted him. Okay. Come up for Flash. He gets terrorized. Back up. Yeah. Bust out the music. The audience love this. They're like, what the heck? This is crazy. Fly through. Uh. Woo! Jeez. How can Gordon even make it through? You know, DC Nation should t test this out. If it really works. If there's exactly. an actual Sonic emitter that uh, could draw bats to it. Ah. Uh. What a cool seed. Oh, yeah. And they tried to avoid using CGI. A little bit. Okay. This is cool. Excuse me. Wouldn't it be cool if they showed a Joker standing there? Did he just smiled? Yes. That's great. But, like, you didn't even see his face. It would just be a smile. It's cool. And here's this. Come on, are you? The theater just erupted in cheers at this point. When I saw the... Because everyone cracked up when Gordon said that. Uh. Michael, this is probably one of the best superhero car chases. Definitely. Dark Knight Rises. A uh, Dark Knight was pretty good with flipping the truck and stuff, but I still think this is awesome. Mm. It's my favorite. And it's through the streets of Chicago, which is awesome. Yes, I is. might add. Go uh, on. <laughs> yes. There was like, what's he gonna do up here? Love how he smashes the car. Yeah, it says compact. You're like, oh. I honestly thought they were gonna end it right here. You really did. 
Well, now that I've seen Avengers, I think anything's possible, but back then. Yeah. Uh, so I never thought of the Batmobile going on rooftops until I saw this movie. Can you just imagine on the street? Especially on, like, a church that it really should, like, yeah. fall through. Well, it's so much better than Batman Forever, where a giant grappling hook shoots out of the front of the car, and it pulls him up the side of a building. I kind of liked the car scenes in Batman Forever. Uh, I liked, I even liked the realistic. car chase in Batman and Robin. But this is <laughs> a lot more realistic. Well, kind of. And fun. And fun. It's a giant tank. The cop's dialogue is great. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how much... I don't think there was a lot of CGI used here either. I don't think so. I think a lot of this was actually shot. Yeah. I know the car could drive and stuff. Mm-hmm. I don't know how fast it goes. <laughs> yes. At least tell me what it looks like. Well, it'd be hilarious if the Batmobile just ran out of gas. Oh my gosh. Wouldn't that be hilarious? It'd be terrible. It'd be so funny. It does. It has a nuclear engine. I think they said that one time in the comics. Which wouldn't make sense if it crashed. Yeah, I know. That would be crappy. Actually, that gives me a great idea for an issue. Do you know that? Really? The Batmobile gets damaged. And it's going to cause a nuclear meltdown. Great. That's a, That sounds like a cool story arc. Superman would be mad about that one. <laughs> mm-hmm. There you go. Make that a Batman-Superman story. Yes. Batmobile Meltdown, I'll call it. That'd be really cool. This was cool with the lights, too. Where you go stealth mode behind the cars. Mm-hmm. And then crashes through the gate. Yeah. And this and score is beautiful. The music just makes this scene. Oh, yeah. Just, oh. Con Zimmer at its finest. Woo! I love the waterfall entrance. That is the coolest entrance to the Batcave ever. Though, obviously, just like a cave door that opens up. But this is a waterfall. That's awesome. Mm hmm. Oh, yeah. A lot better. Lucius, what a great bridge partner to Alfred he is. <laughs> providing the cure. Someone's poisoned the Gotham waterhole. Why would you put the water supply over a prison? <laughs> Come on! Why would you do that? Especially when there's idiot. this guy that makes gas. 
that scares the crap out of people living above it. Because you're working an idiot. there. He loves doing that, doesn't he? That's yeah. Scarecrow's thing. I'm going to put my gas in the water. I want to scare everybody. But then, if you don't, if you scare the crap out of people, then they all go crazy. How are they not going to go crazy at Scarecrow? Good point. The attitude. Crane was just a pawn. That was a decent voice. It wasn't all like. Rah, 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 rah. <laughs> you know? Exactly. He doesn't need to use it all the time, in my opinion. No. Here, all he really needs to do is deepen his voice. Yeah. Like, I Just hope when there's bit. scenes between him and Catwoman that he doesn't talk in that voice the whole time. The deep. This is in the car. Yeah. You know, when I first saw this scene, I didn't really get why Alfred was mad at him. Because he saved Rachel. And I was like, I don't get it. He saved and stopped the Scarecrow. Yeah. I agree. Now, was it because he endangered the police officers? Is that the main issue here that Alfred was having? I'm not exactly sure. Okay. I guess that's what he's more or less saying. Yeah. He's like, don't get so consumed with Batman that, that you, you forget who Bruce you are. Wayne. Yeah. Exactly. I think that's what it was. I can agree with that. But he kind of hurts himself here. Yeah. But I guess it's more acceptable because it was saving lives. I guess. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> Alfred. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> Poor Alfred. It always has to do the grunt work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then back to the creepy city. He would have left a... That would have been up to Damien to do it now, right? Yeah. <laughs> so he probably tried to stab her first or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably. That's why Jason Todd has a beef with Batman now. You made me carry those women that were knocked out by fear gas <laughs> in front of the car. That's great. They thought I was getting women drunk. <laughs> Underage. Yeah. It should have been Alfred's job. He's the butler.
Just misplaced. <laughs> I love how subtle he is. Mm-hmm. It's about it. Yes. <laughs> I love how calm he is. Exactly. Like, if I if I was told that, I'd be like, oh crap, I'm leaving now. Got running very fast. It's Raz Al Ghul, it's Raz Al Ghul, it's Raish Al Ghul. Pronounce it right, woman. I thought she almost slipped in the ASS in there. <laughs> I spelled it because this is kind of a family show. Yeah. It's almost how she says it. Almost. I like this idea. The avoiding the Lazarus Pit concept. Mm -hmm. He just has people pretend to be him. But then how is he... I don't know. I guess a lot of people would be Ra's al Ghul. Well, I, I'm wondering if it's like Sussex? a family legacy thing. Yeah. Like it, if it's passed down. Because it... it Ra's al Ghul could basically be considered as a title because it's the demon's head. That's what yeah. Ra's al Ghul means. So right. maybe each person is like the demon's head of the League of Assassins. Maybe of that's that the Yeah. So Bane could essentially be the new demon's head. Yes. That that could exactly. Or Talia is. Yeah, Talia is. And uh, Bane's working for her. That would make perfect sense. And she, she she would want revenge on Bruce Wayne because True. he essentially killed her father. That's a good motivation, actually. It makes perfect sense now. But essentially, Bane could be... Ra's al Ghul could be essentially his Alfred. You know? That, mm -hmm. that, that was the father who raised him was Ra's al Ghul. I mean, Bane. Like, he viewed... Razal Ghul is his father, like Bruce viewed Alfred as his father. That makes sense. So that would be cool. It'd make them a nice foil to each other. Did oh, you notice that the guy who said that to Bruce is the same guy who kept saying that's not what Thomas Wayne would have done? He's like he's like the morality compass of the movie. Every time something's wrong, that's he walks not what by. Thomas Wayne would have done. It's not what Thomas Wade was that the whole time. Not he should be at the end of the movie after he left uh, Razo Gold to die. Mm -hmm. He should be like, uh, "That's not what Thomas Wayne would have." Yes. <laughs> Great. I love their motivation for destroying Gotham. It makes more yes. sense than any other villain's motivation for it. Yeah, well, they're not they're not doing it to be villains. They're doing exactly. it because they don't think it can be saved. Exactly. And it is, to a certain extent they're right. Because the villains just keep breaking out of Arkham over and over again. So they're trying to prevent that from happening. Yeah. So I, I think Bane's motivation in Dark Knight Rises is going to be to show him that. To show him that Gotham can't be saved. That Rosalind was right. But then I think Bruce in turn would have to show Bane maybe it is. Right. 
And he may have to do that by sacrificing himself for the city. Exactly. Yeah. And then another another rising up to stop him, I guess. Mr. Zaz. Yeah. Not Mr. Zaz. Mr. Zaz is not rising know, up to save Gotham. But we just saw him. I know. I just want to... <laughs> so no one's left confused. And, and that's why Talia is going to be angry in that. It's just what uh, Razogol said about you were his greatest student. He gave you a purpose. Talia's going to be like, you threw it away and killed him. So she can be a little mad. Yeah. I didn't kill him. I just didn't save him. But there could have been... Well, no, there can't be a relationship between them because she's under a different persona in the movie, so never mind. There could be a relationship, but we just don't figure out that she's Talia until the end, kind of like this movie. Because I was going to say, I was wondering if they formed a relationship while he was training with the League of Shadows. But that wouldn't be right. How do we know? True. Now, my other question I had about this scene, okay, we'll see what you think of this. Did Raza Ghul set up Joe Chill to shoot his parents? Ooh. Or was it just a ironic thing? I would assume it's more ironic. Okay. I mean, it definitely could have been that. Yeah. And I would have been fine with that. Yeah. But it could have been that. It could have been either one, really. And the other thing is, this scene was incredibly well written. Because up until this movie, we kind of pictured Liam Neeson as Qui-Gon Jinn. Yeah. And this scene really did a nice job of making us hate him. Can have that motivation to see this mentor that we kind of respect at the beginning of the movie be the bad guy and be motivated to take him down. So the writers did a nice job of making us accept that 180, make it a punch in the gut. So we wanted to see him get brought to justice at the end of the movie. thought they did a very nice job with that dialogue between Wayne and Ra's al about that. I agree. And they they were... The themes that was going back and forth between them really added a lot of oomph to this movie. And I'm hoping those themes are going to come back in Dark Knight Rises. Because I think it'll add a spirit of oomph to the movie that it needs. Especially with mm-hmm. the Joker now being out of the picture. Or according to what that article said. Yeah, but you're going to have to ride. They're going to have to ride on the things that made this movie great. Well, this movie and the Dark Knight, too. Well, yeah, but they did this without the Joker. And they're going to have to do that again. Exactly. Unfortunately. I mean, we all wish that Heath Ledger could have been back for another movie. God, it's a shame things had to go the way they did. But that's just fate, I guess. Yeah. Yes. Hello, Alfred. Alfred. Always useful with the golf club. And then he drops it. Good deal. <laughs> I love this line. You can't even it's like seriously well. Alfred I'm dying <laughs> he's like Alfred give me a break okay. this is one of Michael Cade's 
best scenes of this movie. Might be one of his best performances. I think this role of Alfred has been one of his greatest performances. Oh my gosh. Period. Thank God there wasn't a poll. I would have never made it down. <laughs> I love how he falls over the elevator. Yeah. Well, it, it went down awful fast. I love this. Yeah. Yeah. I love that scene. It almost made me tear up the first time I saw it. Mm -hmm. I it just oh. Again, Batman is my first superhero, so the character has a near and dear place to my heart. So seeing a scene like that just oh. And I really hope we get another one. Get Dark Knight Rises. When all crap hits the fan. I want Alfred to be the one to pick him back up. Absolutely. With some help with a, a certain individual that likes to wear cat ears. Now, what if Alfred dies? That's a possibility. I feel like he's got to die sacrificing himself for Bruce and the city. Or for the Wayne family legacy. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen, though, Michael. I really I don't, don't either. I don't either. But it's—I mean—it's always a possibility if yeah. Bane really wants to hurt Bruce. I think if Alfred dies, it's going to be a heroic death. It's not mm-hmm. going to be like his parents died. I don't think it's going to be different. Mm-hmm. I think it needs to be for the development for for the character. I think if he was killed in the same way that the Waynes were killed. That it would be going a step backwards. Yeah. Again, people argue that killing one Stacy in the Spider-Man was a step backwards for that character. But, uh, I don't know. How did Rachel get like that close to where they are? This is weird. <laughs> you should have tasered that guy, Rachel. Come on. It's not like he's wearing armor or anything. Exactly. It's not like he's a Jedi. Yeah. They got a fancy gas mask. The gas mask looks pretty cool, though. Yeah. Look, the only normal people we've seen in this entire movie. I I don't know if this is for sure, but I'm wondering if those were those are Batman comic book writers. That'd yeah. be really cool. Like if it's not, it should have been. Yeah. I would kind of enjoy it if they had like Frank Miller and like Greg Rucka. Got a couple of those guys in a sea the Dark Knight Rises. That'd be really cool. You know, maybe throw in a Denny O'Neill. Though he's kind of old, but... 
This is weird. Yeah, this is messed up. Yeah. Fear gas, though. Good night, Flas. Good night, Flas. Who has no clue how to do his job? <laughs> I agree with that. Yes. That's why he's killed. Good yeah. joker's like he's an idiot. Wow, he changed awful quick. No kidding. I'm glad it, they did away with that butt shot. Do you know what Batman and Robin? Yeah. Where he falls off the... And the bat nipples. Yeah, the glass caught. Well, your riot police stakes. No kidding. Go you God. really don't know how to do your job. Scarecrow. Did he really have to ride on a horse? Yes. Guess there is. How did he get there so fast? He jumped the drawbridge. No kidding. It's a jet engine, Michael. Okay, fine. Jet engine's the power. Turbine's the speed. technically... <laughs> Ready to move out. But technically, Wayne Manor is outside the city limits. He traveled by map, Michael. Okay. That, I mean, yeah. that's faster. It makes sense. Yeah. Do you drive stick? Really, it's stick? I can't believe it's stick. Whoa, fire-breathing horse. Yeah, there you go. It's awesome. <laughs> what an <laughs> idiot. Gets taste in the face. You're taken down by the damsel in distress. Katie Holmes. That's great. Yeah. The crappy actress in the film. I know, but that's probably one of my favorite parts in the movie, when he yeah. gets taste in the face. That's almost up there with Hulk Loser. just smashing Loki in the Avengers. Yeah. Because he kind of is a loser. Yeah. Scarecrow, exactly. Yeah. He's the loser villain who's scary, but at the same time, you're like, I'm going to punch you in the face. He's the shocker of the Nolan Batman universe. Mm hmm. Mr. Zaz is creepy. Especially in the comic books. Well, he's the creepy concept. here, too. He doesn't even say anything. Yeah. But... but the concept behind his character. Ugh. Disturbing and creepy. Hi. The same little kid. Yep. The selfish kid in Game of Thrones, apparently. Yep. If you die, okay. You could die. Of course I could die. You could die. I'm bad, bad. I'm bad, bad. Okay. <laughs> that would have been great. Okay. He does that instead. I'm bad. <laughs> he runs away. I love that line, though, that he says. Yeah. The theater went nuts at this part, too. But what I do, that defines me. I love that line. It's so great. It's my Facebook uh, quote. Is it really? Yes. That's amazing. I love this. He's just flying over and people are freaked out. The theater went crazy when he did this. Just like, oh. You know what Rachel should have said? You know, when Rachel goes, you could die, he, he should go, no, I won't. Grant Morrison's not writing this film. Yes. 
break the fourth wall. <laughs> but literally. As as you wish. The League of Shadows guys look like snake eyes on steroids. Like big versions of snake eyes. Snake eyes and riot gear. Yeah. I wonder if we'll get to see some in the next in Dark Knight Rises. They bring back the ninjas. That'd be cool. Okay, did you know the G.I. Joe retaliation was put off a year? I know. Can you believe that? I was kind of upset about that. I'm upset about that. But that that makes me feel like it was a crappy movie. I wanted to see it, though. I know. But I feel like they pushed it back because it was crappy. No, it was because they didn't want Avengers to outsell it again. Yeah. Like everything else. Although that Snow White and the Huntsman movie comes out Friday. Yeah. I have to take my girlfriend to see that. She wanted to see it. At least it's Chris Hemsworth in it. Yeah, but like I can buy it. Kristen Stewart. Uh. Yeah. Is your girlfriend a Twilight fan? Yeah. I'm sorry. Ah, thanks. I had to sit through that whole movie. It was terrible. I'm like, Batman Begins has a better love story than Twilight (laughs) does. (laughs) And it's not even a love story. Yeah, I know. (laughs) It's a story about Batman. Exactly, and it's still better. It's a great movie. And it really didn't need a love story. No. But Batman's a comic that doesn't depend on a love story. Exactly. Superman, yes. Spider-Man, yes. yes. Batman, no. No. Unless it's the story between him and the city. That's kind of a sick love story, but... Yeah, kind of. Or his sidekicks, I mean... That guy, the guy with the white hair, that should have been Eric Selvig. I still think it should have been a former comic book writer. Or it's Adam Stan West. And, Adam West and Burt Ward. <gasps> yes. They need to have some sort of cameo on The Dark Knight Rises. I don't think Adam West should be allowed to have lines, though. I think Why? Because he a... he's so goofy. He should be able to say, it's Batman. I don't think anyone would take him seriously. He's kind of scared there. Do you notice his eyes in that shot? Who, Razzle Ghoul? Yeah. Yeah, definitely freaked out. He's like, he's ticked. He's ticked, and he knows he's losing. That was cool. I wrote this! That was a cool Batman voice, though. Yeah. It's less gravelly. It's just yelling. It's, le- it's a lot less gravelly in this movie. Yeah. In general. It's a little amped up in Dark Knight. Yeah. But every scene you see him in, it's an amped up scene in Dark Knight, though. Yeah. Like, there's not dialogue with Batman. It's all action with Batman. Except for the interrogation. Except for, yeah. The interrogation and the end scene where they're trying to talk down Harvey. Yep. And his voice changes then. Yeah. This is funny. (laughs) Gordon. He's freaking out. But this is how Gordon would react. See the guy? Nice ride. 
Hey man, that's a bad outfit. I know, somebody should have said that. It's the same it's like the same situation. The audience would have cheered. Mike, I hope in Man of Steel they say it. Yes. I'm surprised Brian didn't write that into the Smallville comic. Yeah, I know. I'm glad they didn't say it in the new fifty two though. That or, would have or, me off. or it was it uh uh finale it should have been in finale but i guess no one really saw a close-up of his outfit in finale it should have been oliver that said it gee whiz like as a joke that'd be great i love gordon how excited he is Mm -hmm. it's like yeah i got to use the batmobile that's fun oh yeah you know, Gordon never gets to use Batman's equipment. So that was cool to see. Yeah. Definitely. See, that doesn't even look like CGI. Yeah, I know. It's really well done. I won't kill you. I have to save you. So awesome. You. It's like, oh, yeah. Oh, snap. <laughs> And really, a lot of people said he could survive this. He could have. Because there's plenty of time. For him to jump out. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Because you don't see a body. No, you don't. What a heck of a train wreck, though. No kidding. God, the Lazarus Pit could clean that up, though. Yeah. All you need is an arm. Yeah. Or a head. Thank God. And yeah, Batman didn't kill the bad guy because this isn't a Tim Burton film. He didn't kill him in that movie, either. He, he yanked him down off the ladder. Yeah, but he didn't expect him to fall. I guess. It's true. The Joker doesn't die. That's not how it goes. And in a lot of ways, and we've talked about this before, this yeah. movie almost is a prequel to the 89 Batman movie as well. Kind of. In its own way. I don't like that. I'm done with those movies. This is its own universe. And I, I don't like watching those movies anymore after seeing this. <laughs> Drunken billionaire burns down house. And they had some of that comedy in Dark Knight, which I liked. <laughs> Didn't you get the memo? Yes. He says the line so much better, doesn't he? Yes. Yes. You're fired. Because I'm a better actor than you. <laughs> so I get to come back for the sequel. And so does Thor. What? <laughs> what? Thor is in Dark Knight 
What? <laughs> you humans are t so petty. I know you're in Snow White of the Huntsman, but... I like that. This scene needed to happen. Oh, yeah. It's like the biggest payoff of the movie, to be honest. Well, it plays really well into the next movie. Oh, yeah. It's big, big stuff. To be honest, it made me upset about the next movie, because in the next yeah. movie, they're not together. But they kind of explain why. Yeah, not really well, though. Well, it, and it gives him... He wanted it. You know, Batman doesn't really want romance, and this was interesting that he got it here. He didn't he want it, desire. but he likes it. He got that desire. My friend, how about your mask? It's a curse. This is your mask, Bruce Wayne. And also, this sets up the attraction to Catwoman in Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. Because she's someone his mask, his true face can love. Mm-hmm. And that temptation is going to be there. But the problem is, Catwoman, I think, will show him the need for Bruce Wayne. Why he has... Why, why his family's legacy is important. And why he upholds it. Because yeah. Catwoman is what Alfred fears... Which is Batman, which is Bruce Bede, consumed by Batman. Right. And I think that's why Catwoman's his relationship with her is such a forbidden love. Mm hmm. But yeah, it's the one we all root for. Yeah, and, and really. If we I have to root for one. I think Selena would give it up for him. If he asked her to. Yeah, and that's the thing. He has to ask her to. And he, and he never has. Right, which is why she never has either. Right. Brick by brick. Except it'll take eight, nine, ten, well, and the 12, other thing, 12 years. But, yeah. And the other thing is, she almost has to get, Catwoman has to get over her desire for revenge as well. True. It was so disappointing we didn't get a Batcave in the Dark Knight. I I really like the bunker thing he had going in the it Dark It was cool, oh. but I think with that, yeah, I, mean, I guess it was cool. This is kind of, Batman Begins and the Dark Knight are all the same story. No, they're not. I, I feel like it's the, it's a, it's all one continuous story. Oh, oh. One continuous story. Yeah. I thought it meant like plot-wise, it's the same. No, it's like it's it's like the movie keeps going, you know. Absolutely. With Dark Knight, that's why I think they they took a step back on the the internal thought and stuff like that. It was kind of like with Dark Knight, they were already into the second act, second act action. And now it's the third act. Right, it's the third act where... Which means you have to tie everything together. Yeah, and there's some time between them. Exactly. You it's know. almost like lame is in a sense. Right, well, act one is where things start looking up and the 
the character begins on his journey and mission, which exactly. is what this movie is. The yep. second act is when things go to crap. Yeah. Yep. And the third act is when things it's start turning up towards the finale. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and that so, it, it really is like a play. Yeah, it's a three act play. It really that's ultimately what these stories are. And with three act plays, time normally passes between act two and three. Absolutely. So it makes sense to where there's an eight year jump. It's a I little wonder... too much time, but not. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, that was good. Obviously, the Joker mention was great. Everyone was excited about that. Yeah. That How got, are they going to do the Joker? That's How's straight gonna play out him? of year one. Yes. That is straight out of year one. And that also made me smile as well. Yeah. Because that's right there. Well, I don't think we really need to sit through the credits because there's no extra scene. Well, we could keep talking. We could. I mean, this is a good, this is just a great movie. If you're a fan of Batman, you can't not like this movie. Absolutely. It it maintained to the mythology, kept up with everything that Batman's about. There's no discrepancies. There's nothing questionable. The people who wrote the movie actually read comics and care about comics, unlike Tim Burton, which makes me happy. Mm-hmm. And I just... I can't say enough about this movie. And no, it, I mean, and it, to be honest, this movie gets a lot of crap. Like, not really crap, but it doesn't, like, get praise as much as it should. Like, The Dark Knight gets praised more because it was a bigger movie, obviously, and in some aspects, a better movie. But at the same time, this is just as good a movie. But you couldn't have Dark Knight without this movie. Exactly. I still maintain that philosophy. A lot of the things set up and a lot of the backstory that came out of this movie was needed to make Dark Knight as good as it was. Yes. Because I think they, a lot of people would have felt the Dark Knight was flat without this movie. It needed all the backstory to make it great. Like, that's why I think Avengers works so well. I think on its own, it wouldn't have been that great of a movie. But with all the backstory, you know, with the Iron Man and Captain America movies and stuff, behind it, it made those movies so much better. Which is kind of why I'm glad we didn't have that Justice League Mortal movie. What are you because about? you you remember that Justice League Mortal movie that was supposed to be made? Oh yeah, the one that it was based on the Infinite Crisis. Yeah, yeah. And, which is why I'm glad we didn't get that. Because you need because you the other need movies to back up. Yeah, absolutely to back it up. And the problem is, DC has just not done it right. No, to set things up for it. Except with the Batman movies. Right, but then they don't want to do that. Yeah. You know? And Superman, I I would think that with Dark Knight Rises, got Superman, this would be the time to start it. To set it up. Mm -hmm. But again, I guess because Green Lantern was a disaster, they they changed their mind. But it really wasn't. It made a lot of money. I think I think Green Lantern was fine. I do too. It's not the greatest movie. I'll give them that. But they could still clean it up. They could give us a really strong sequel. They could. And all you do, you get a couple of reviews out there saying this is a good movie. People are going to come. They're going to flock to it. Mm-hmm. You know, I would give the animated series writers of Green Lantern a crack at it. At a script. I would too. 
Absolutely. Them and Jeff Johns. Yep. I think, well, if you do a sequel, Jeff Johns really needs to be involved. Because he Cavalier. really wasn't. Cavalier. Heavily. Because he really correct. wasn't the first time. He kind of just wrote it off. Yeah. But I'd also give David Goyer a call. Uh, yeah. Give him help a little bit. Who's also writing Man of Steel. Yes. And since it's not a complete Nolan film, could it possibly be the first movie in a tie of? If you were to do it, I would start with Superman, in my opinion. Hmm. But I... Some, in some people's mind, Batman's the bigger character. Then do a World's Finest movie. Now, see, I would love to see that. This is my opinion on how you make a Justice League franchise work, like they did with Avengers. You do World's Finest. You do a Green Lantern in the same vein as Incredible Hulk, where it could be a sequel, but it's also yeah. a reboot. Well, I think a great time to start that process would be with Man of Steel. Use the Man of Steel Superman actor, if he's good. If yeah. you like him, I mean, I think he'll be good. I, I I think it'll work out, but I don't know. Yeah. And then do a, uh, you know, world's finest. Um, it's undecided if uh, Christian Bale will do more Batman's. I know. I doubt it. I know Nolan's done. I doubt. Yeah, I, I think he's done. To be honest, you really could just get through the origin right. for both characters in a world's finest movie in the opening credits. Yeah. That's true, like kind of like they did with Incredible Hulk. Yeah, and then you do the same thing yeah. for Green Lantern, and then you do a Wonder Woman movie, kind of like, like Clash of the Titans and stuff like that, where it's really heavy on the mythology. Same with Aquaman, and then you do a Flash, and then Justice League. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I think that would work. Yeah, I mean, I'd go see them all. Yeah. You'd go see them all. Everyone. I would. God, the other thing is just to reassure people about Dark Knight Rises coming out. Um, I Christian Bale. I don't want it with us saying that he wants out. I don't want you guys to get the ideas in your head that he doesn't want to do it anymore. Or he, he's not going to care about it anymore. Kind of like Tobey Maguire showed in his performance in Spider-Man Three. You know, it sounded like he didn't want to be there anymore. Christian Bale is looking at Dark Knight Rises as a challenge to make that great part three. Because there has never been a good part three of a superhero series. And Nolan, I mean, Nolan and Christian Bale are taking it very seriously to give us the best movie they can. Because they don't want to go through a Spider-Man 3 situation where people think they've lost their touch. Yeah, They want to go out on top. Yeah. So even though they're done after this, that doesn't mean they don't care anymore. It's just they want to try out other roles. And really, I think Christian Bale wants to get an Oscar. You know, have Oscar-like roles. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Which I think he has a right to do, because he's more than proved himself. He's an incredibly talented actor. Well, and more than the Batman films, too. And Nolan is just a creative genius... And he has probably tons more ideas up his sleeve to present us for films. Well, him and Whedon are in the same respect. Oh, yeah, I'd agree. So. I I think um, Nolan has a little bit more respect at this point. I think Nolan will, I think Whedon will get there. Yeah. 
Well, for the average moviegoer, yeah. Nolan has more respect. Yeah, but we did like the big has gotten up there this summer. He's on his way up. Mm-hmm. This was his big break, to be honest. Because yeah. everyone's like, "Oh, he's the Buffy guy." He's the, you know, they th- they thought he was a cult guy. But I think he's break it broke out of that. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got beyond a cult image, and is now a director that does big blockbusters that does a good job with them. Between that and Serenity. Yeah, it, well, it's already Serenity was a really well done movie, and the critics, you know, thought it was really well done. It did make the money that it should have, though. Unfortunately. Sadly. And so that kind of hurt it a little bit. I love this. You have to put "Happy Birthday" to you. You have to cite it in the credits. So bad. For singing it. Better killing so on that. Okay, the Illinois Film Office, Chicago Film Office. Woo! I know people that work there. Do you? Kind of met people. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Shout out to them. They do a great work. It's unfortunate they couldn't be a part of Dark Knight Rises. Sorry, new Warner Brothers for not going back to them. Why didn't they? I don't know. I, I'm not really sure. You just I don't know if it didn't fit the you image. You should ask your friend. Of the city that they wanted or what? They I honestly they don't know. But anyhow, that wraps up Batman Begins for us. A Warner Brothers picture. With DC Comics. With DC Comics, yes. And uh, that was great. Thanks for joining me, Michael, for this one. Absolutely. And if you would like to share with us any of your thoughts about Dark Knight Rises, visit our website at www.thecrosstheairwaves.com or contact us on our Facebook, Twitter, Google+, numerous other things to give us your crackpot theories about the Dark Knight Rises coming out, which we will do an episode reviewing on. And also... uh, Keep up with the releases of our Road to the Dark Knight Rises commentaries with our next one on the animated film that takes place between Batman Begins and Dark Knight Rises um, entitled Batman Gotham Knights. So we're going to bring that out. We're going to discuss that. And then we'll wrap things up with our talk on the Dark Knight as we try to get this done before July 20th when... The Dark Knight Rises comes to the theaters. Which means we still got over a month, so we're safe. Yes, we are. We are very safe. Thanks for you guys joining us. I hope you enjoyed some comic book talk from us and, you know, about what we're into and things we're excited about with Batman. And, um, you guys, thanks for joining us again. Yeah. And until next time, we will get you on the airway. Yes. Thank you, Batman. We'll definitely catch you on the airways. So see you guys. Thanks for joining us. And I hope you enjoyed movie night with Life on Batman. See ya. And Batman. Yeah, Batman. <laughs> <laughs> see ya.